it's only in two years. Okay. 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 Great, so Desmond, we're here at Lekker Beach. Um, for people who don't know Lekker Beach, maybe if you could just very quickly explain a little bit about the area and and the um, yeah the main issue that's facing the area here. Okay, Lekker Beach is, uh, was one of the primary uh, tourism destinations in Nigeria. It was host to hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people during holiday periods. There were, loads of music, concerts, and just a lot of entertainment activities going on here. In fact, it's where the real beach culture, modern beach culture, kicked off from in Lagos. And even in Nigeria, at certain times of the year, people come from all over the country to come and have fun at Lekki Beach, under the coconut trees with the lovely beach. But the thing about um, you know coming to have fun at the beach under the coconut trees, you have to have a beach to have the fun on <laughs> and you know you can't frolic under coconut trees if they've been washed away and what's been happening at Lekki Beach because uh, ships have been running aground for the last couple of years here they've been causing massive erosion and a large portion of the beach has actually been eroded away and we've lost uh, hundreds and hundreds of coconut trees and it extends all the way down it's not just Lekki Beach there's another beach called Alpha Beach which has been far badly worse impacted than Lekki because the beachfront here was very, very, very wide. Alpha doesn't have much of a beachfront, and that's all gone now. And if these shipwrecks aren't removed, uh, it's very possible that villagers in the beach uh, area will could get killed when the um, when the storms come. This, this is a, a really important point, I think, is the fact that it's a socio-economic problem as much as an environmental or ecological one. It's, it's, there, yeah, it there are people here trying to make their living. Exactly. There are kind of competitor beaches up the road, should we say, yeah. you know, and they have, what, like 100 meters, 200 meters over there, there's a massive rusting hulk of a, of a ship's hull that is affecting the livelihoods of the people here as well. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's all of these things combined. It is, it really is. I mean, the Alpha Beach particularly, the, the large proportion of the community were earning a very good living from operating the various concessions at the beachfront. They had beach tents, they were selling drinks, selling food, entertainment centers, you know, hundreds of them. There were a lot of people making a good amount of money there because this Lekki Beach and the Alpha Beach were very, very, very popular resorts. And, you know, now that the beachfront and the establishments they have there have been washed away, it's a serious social ecological problem. In fact, uh, Alpha Beach that we were talking about that was worst hit because it's downstream and that's where the erosion really takes place. Um, it was a crime-free area. They never had crimes there uh, because it was very much of a community-controlled uh, area. And since last year, they've been experiencing their first uh, armed robberies ever because the livelihood of the people has been totally wiped out, totally, totally wiped out. And the people are totally destitute. And when you consider that there's no social security network in Nigeria, so, you know, people there would be reaching out through the extended family system to provide social security for their relatives and so on. We're talking of a lot of people being impacted, you know. I mean, guys in, the, in Alpha Beach, they were supporting their friends in school, they were supporting their relatives in hospital, they were doing a lot of things which they can't do anymore because their livelihood has been washed into the ocean because shipwrecks <laughs> that got washed ashore 
were not removed. Even after the presidents of the Federal Republic of Nigeria gave marching orders, remove these shipwrecks. And they were just totally ignored six months after giving the orders. When was this order given, sir? The order was given, I think, around August last year after the, the erosion had been horrendous. There used to be a, a coastal road that was washed away and it was really, really bad. And he got wind of it because uh, various uh, organizations like the NCF were doing advocacy. And he got wind of the advocacy because the press were carrying it. And he came here and he looked at the wreck and he said, remove this thing. And there is an agency of the federal government that is directly responsible. They're the receiver of wrecks. And, you know, nine months after the order was given, they have refused to carry out this order for whatever reasons. I don't know. Can we look at the health implication of this, of this shipwreck to the community, to the people around? What could be the, um, the emerging problems as a result of this? Well, the, the worst health implication, I mean, there could be some small contaminations. The worst health implication is that a shoreline that has been protecting a low-lying swamp area for thousands of years from incursion from the sea, has been washed away and when the storms come and the seas will now have nothing to stop them from going into the lowland area you have thousands of people living in huts and houses and estates in this area and it'll just allow ingress for the ocean to come so the health implication is that uh, people will, will, will die when the sea comes in like can we put a figure around those who are likely to be affected? It, as a it depends entirely on the, uh, on the viciousness of the ocean. If we have a particularly heavy storm and there's no protection of the shoreline, you, you, could, ha you, you could have hundreds, you could have thousands. Who knows? There's no, the protection has been removed. And so all we need is just a, a high tide on a high moon and some strong winds and a bad storm and the sea could just come in and it, you know, loads and loads of lives. It's, it's difficult, it's difficult to say. The only thing that one can say is that, you know, prevention is better than cure. And, you know, how do you cure a dead baby? So how could we relate this to maternal mortality? How could we relate this to meeting the MDG's goal one, two, four, six? It's diametrically opposed to, to all of them. But I think it relates more to um, some lackadaisical attitude in certain sectors of, of governance. Um, certain sectors of governance. There's a lackadaisical attitude. Orders have been given, appeals have been made, and these appeals have not been responded to. The orders have not been carried out. And if you're going to rely on those sort of characters to facilitate the Millennium Development Goals, um, you may as well put a UN in front of the development and you just have underdevelopment. Great. Desmond, thanks very much. Um, okay. If you could just very quickly for the record say who you are and who you work oh. for. Sorry, your full name on tape. Okay, I'm, I'm Desmond Majakudemi, an environmentalist. I have an eco-ecology-friendly farm. I'm on the council of a couple of NGOs, including the Nigerian Conservation Foundation and um, the Legacy Group. Sorry. 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 Sorry.